everyone, welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Molly, a writer and filmmaker attending Yale University. So yeah, just to get started, I'd love to give you the chance to talk a little bit about yourself and your work before we dive into all the questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm from Orlando, Florida. I grew up there all my life. And I started filmmaking um, when I was 14. Originally, I was an actress, and I kind of realized that I liked being on the other side of the camera. Um, Mm -hmm. So I made films all through high school um, about a variety of topics. And um, yeah, now I am at Yale. I took a gap year. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's going pretty good. Um, My... High school was um, an international um, boarding school. I didn't board, but Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of different types of people there, and it was just a really good thing for my education. So I wanted a similar environment, and Yale is also super diverse. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm very lucky to be here. All right. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. So you talked a little bit about your background in the arts, whether that's through acting, film, Um, And so I think it'd be pretty cool to see where your journey with all of this really began. Um, And I know you do a lot of writing as well. So I think a good place to start might be where your interest in writing originally stemmed from and how you sort of developed that interest as well when you were younger. Yeah, um, well, I actually started doing theater as a kid. Um, Like a lot of schools force you to try theater, like an elementary school. Um, Mm -hmm. so I started by doing that and then I got really into it and I did some community theater shows. Um, and I loved to sing as well. And I started writing music actually. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing for a while. And, um, I think that's probably like originally where my writing began, Mm -hmm. um, was through songwriting. And then, um, I also just always loved poetry. So I started writing some poetry and then eventually a lot of those poems became the scripts for the films. Um, and then, uh, you know, I just continued to try different things. And I remember I actually wrote my first script at an acting camp. I was at an acting camp and I was gonna have to perform a scene in front of this casting director and she was like this casting director that like notoriously was like mean to actors and I was so nervous and the guy who was running the camp was like well I think that you should write your own scene about a girl who like is is overcoming someone who tells her that she's not good enough and I was like Mm -hmm. okay sure like I've never done it but but I'll try it. So I did. And I realized that I liked the process of writing the scene way more than I liked acting. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really, really cool. So um, now do you still kind of continue writing like things like scripts or are you kind of expanding beyond that as well? Yeah, um, I do a lot of playwriting as well. Um, I wrote a play in high school. I was a part of my high school's um, like thespian. Like you go to like theater competitions basically and they had a playwriting category and then same thing there my teacher was like hey I think you should do this I think you'd be great at it and I was like okay sure never done it before wrote a play and it ended up doing really well in competition I wrote another play the next year and then that play actually um I got to direct it 
at a local theater and um it debuted on my 18th birthday (laughs) so it was very cool yeah that's awesome so then your interest in film did that also kind of sprout from your experience acting when you were younger definitely yeah um definitely had had something to do with it um I was never really like a big actor um like I didn't do a ton of things I mainly did small student films and so the students would all be learning as they're doing it and I was watching them work with each other and I would always ask like hey can you tell me what you're doing like can you explain to me what this you know camera is and explain Mm -hmm. to me what this dolly is and like they would explain things as they were doing it and so I ended up learning a lot of things that way Mm -hmm. yeah very cool so now that you're like much more experienced in film and writing and just all these different types of art forms what would you say is your favorite part of all of that like whether it's through your work or just through any of the past experiences that you've done as well favorite part I would say the collaboration I just Mm -hmm. love working with people um I love when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're trying to like flesh out an idea and then you just start you know throwing things out there and you're like working off of each other and then you come (laughs) up with a story like that is my favorite thing Mm -hmm. are there any like moments or anything like that any stories from you know whether that's collaboration like you just mentioned or just your film work or your writing work in general that you know are really meaningful to you yeah um I actually have a mentor who um runs this camp out in Seattle called Prodigy Camp and Mm -hmm. it's like a film and writing um summer camp that happens uh like out in the woods it's very camp rock vibes um but I went and taught there this past year um but he's a great mentor to me and we were having like a zoom call one time and I was trying to figure out the the main points of this documentary that I'm working on right now um and I was just struggling I don't know what is this story really about and so through a series of questions he basically led me to this realization that the story was actually about my relationship with my father. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true. And and it it all clicked. And like those moments like that, I just love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting. I love that. Um, So yeah, I think it'd also be pretty cool to kind of hear about your motivation in general for producing these really amazing films, for, um, you know, doing all this writing that you're doing. And even any role models that you might look up to now or have looked up to in the past that have also inspired you in your work? Yeah. um, Let's see. Main motivation is that I just love it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I (laughs) don't, I can't imagine. It's one of those things where, like, if I feel this, like, abundance of an emotion, I'll want to immediately, like, go write or, you know, work on a film or something. Um... So, and I, I think also it's just really important. Film is a very important medium. Um, things that are normalized in film are then normalized in real life. And mm-hmm. so much of an impact on just general. So I think um, there's this like importance and responsibility that filmmakers have to be good citizens and like, tell stories that need to be told and educate. I think it's, it's very important. And I feel a responsibility to do that in a truthful way. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, you know, especially nowadays, film is something that is um, definitely really important. It's a very prominent form of entertainment. And I think being able to educate through that medium, like you said, is really, really important. So yeah, absolutely. Um, And I know that also film and art in general can be a really great way to express yourself and your own creativity. Um, And so how have you been able to kind of do just that through your work that you've produced? Yeah, um, I the way I see self-expression, um, I get that out of many forms of art, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily always film. I think film is what I'm best at, and I feel more of a responsibility to like be good at it. Um, <laughs> so there's less, it's less like stress relieving and more stress inducing <laughs> sometimes. So if mm-hmm. I want to just like, have I just want to like do something artistic and just you know like some it's like a form of therapy for me I will like go dance or I'll make pottery or like something that I don't feel a responsibility to be good at Mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely I think you know when you're not feeling pressured to produce some really amazing work or um, feel pressured by someone else of course to also do that that's when you are able to express yourself most and, you know, have the most fun. And that's coming from my personal experience as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and I know you've already produced some really cool films. Um, they've gained recognition, I heard, as well. And I think it'd be pretty cool to kind of learn about some of these past films that you've created that have, you know, been important to you, significant to you, or really helped to kind of introduce you to this industry. Yeah, so my, like, favorite films, basically? Yeah. Yeah, um, my favorite film is this film called Short Term 12. Um, It was a really small indie movie uh, made in 2012 by Destin Daniel Cretton, and he actually just um, directed the new Marvel movie that came out. Um, (laughs) He is incredible, and the film was made on, like, a very small budget, and it just looks so cinematic. And they do a lot of techniques that are very, like, I have no money filmmaker things that I kind of love. And so I sort of adopted those into my own work. Um, mm-hmm. So if you watch that, you'll see, like, a lot of similarities of there's, like, a bike riding scene. And, like, I've definitely done that before. So I, I just love things like that. Um, and I also love Ex Machina. Very different movie. Um, but it's like a, it's, like, a film about an android robot. And for a while, I, like, got into this assessment things being, like, kind of dystopian and sci-fi. So I wrote a lot of sci-fi scripts, and mm-hmm. um, I just love that. And my, the play that I told you about um, was actually, like, a dystopian play. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think, like, Ex Machina is probably, and Black Mirror are probably the, responsible for my um, sci-fi kick. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and for your own films, like I know Dear America has um, been one of those films that, you know, kind of represent some issues that you're pretty passionate about or that you care about a lot. Um, and so I'd love to hear about some of the inspiration behind these types of films that you've created. 
um, that cover, you know, important issues like these or spread awareness on certain causes like those as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dear America was a film that I had to make because I Mm -hmm. literally needed it for my own mental health. Like Mm -hmm. I needed that was that is the perfect example of self-expression. Like I had to make that film. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember the moment that it hit me was. Valentine's Day that the Parkland shooting happened and we had these like TVs on the wall um it's actually in the film because I wanted to like recreate um we have these TVs on the wall and I walked in and everybody was standing like crowded around this TV holding um roses because it was Valentine's Day the roses like you could send one to a friend and we were watching footage taken out of high school um and with the, the police officers and it was just like heart wrenching um, because mm-hmm. they were our peers, you know, people. It, it very easily could have been us, and at the same time, everybody knew somebody who knew somebody or something like that who was there. Everybody did because, and mm-hmm. it wasn't too long after the um, the shooting in Orlando, the um, nightclub shooting. So mm-hmm. it was just like back and you could see the things on campus changing like now the police office had guns and like now the doors are always locked and like things like that started to change and it was just very unsettling and it had this like dystopian feeling honestly and I I just went home that night and I wrote that poem and then it became the film mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah thank you so much for sharing that I think um when you are covering something like as important as that, um, a really important element to that is the way you tell that story. And so through whether it was that film or just any of the other films or writing works that you've crafted in the past, what would you say is um, something you found to be the most important part of crafting a story or telling a story? Well, I think there's important things um, from like a, technique standpoint and important things from social standpoint I think like Mm -hmm. the most important thing from just like a social responsibility standpoint is making sure that you have a lot of perspectives involved in your process of writing like get a lot of people to read your work and tell you that things should be changed and that doesn't mean you have to do all of those things that they suggest but I think it is important to have you know, multiple genders read your work, have multiple, you know, races read your work, have, like, make sure it's a very diverse group that's looking at your work before you shoot it, because you want to make sure that you're not overlooking anything, you want to do your research, you want to make sure that it's truthful, and um, I think that is really the most important part, and it's from, like, a story technique standpoint, the most important part is making sure that you have a strong main character who is after a goal and then they face challenges that eventually lead them to the goal or not to the goal. That's all storytelling is. And so um, I think that sometimes that gets confusing and it's definitely hard, but it's just also, you just have to do it. Like just make films that are bad for a while. Like it's okay. (laughs) I did. I've made many films that are bad. So it's just part of Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Very well said. I think, um, 
you know, you gave a lot of really great insights there. And I definitely agree. I think, you know, a lot of the time art can be pretty complicated because, you know, you have that technical aspect, like you said, but also that social aspect. So definitely agree with you there. Um, And I know that in this type of art industry and in the film industry, there tend to be a lot of different struggles that can come from that, lots of different challenges that could arise. And so throughout your experiences in filmmaking and writing and just the arts in general, have you come across any specific struggles or obstacles related to the industry that you're working in, especially because I know, um, for example, the film industry is often noted as a male-dominated industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think there's all kinds of different struggles that I've faced. Um, mm-hmm. I know with specifically speaking about being a woman in film, um, I had never really had that much of an issue until mm-hmm. I started getting onto like bigger sets. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually remember this one one time I was working on a professional set as a focus puller um, for the camera operator. And mm-hmm. so I was just sitting there like practicing with the focus. And this this dude comes up and he was like, oh, is that your dad? Like pointing to the director. And I was like, no, he's not my dad. Like we're not related at all. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I was like, why would you think that? And he was like, oh, well, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. Like he like got caught up in his words. Like he didn't know what to say, but mm-hmm. he was basically saying like the only way that you would get that job is if somebody that worked in on the set was like your parent. I was like, what mm-hmm. the? <laughs> so messed up. Mm-hmm. And then you would be like, do you know how to use that? Like they do that all the time. Whenever a guy does that to you, you just have to be like, um, why did you say that? What do you mm-hmm. mean? Because they never want to be like, because I'm being sexist, they just, mm-hmm. <laughs> they get so choked up and it's honestly hilarious, but you right. just can't, you just can't let that, you just can't let that stop you. Like that is always, a, it's always going to be a thing. And eventually, you know, it is changing. It's, it's slowly getting more diverse and there are definitely better environments, um, but it is still very much a struggle. And I think you just have to, you know, just, just keep doing thing, but I think also, like, another big struggle in film is just money. Like, it is so hard and expensive to make a film. It is... And I think it makes it really inaccessible to people. Like, my high school did not have a film program until I made a film program. So Mm -hmm. we didn't really have a lot of resources until I was able to, like, convince them to purchase things. And, um, you know, it's very hard. But I think, like, for students in general, if you want to make a film and money is a barrier don't like don't let that stop you make a film on an iphone like the Mm -hmm. most important part is the story if the story is there people will forgive the technical issues so like Mm -hmm. don't let that stop you and also there's so many grants that you can apply for and eventually i figured that out but like grants are an excellent way to finance your work but it's it's always a challenge yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah thank you so much for sharing i i definitely agree i think Working in an industry like this, you come across a lot of challenges, whether um, that's because this industry is male-dominated or just because of, for example, that money barrier you were talking about, um, which is why it really is important for you to kind of take initiative and take action to turn your ideas into reality no matter what, um, even when those obstacles, like you said before, come up. And I know that's actually something you have a lot of experience in, you know, being able to turn your ideas and express yourself um, and bring your 
bring what whatever you come up with to life. And so I think it'd be pretty cool to kind of hear your perspective on this as well and kind of hear about your experience doing just that, just, you know, turning your own ideas into reality and actually, um, you know, going out there and creating these films and creating these writing works and so on. Yeah, you definitely have to advocate for yourself. Like mm-hmm. you have to put yourself out there. You have to ask for favors because it is impossible to make a film by yourself. And especially if you're a high school student, you almost always lack people who know what they're doing on a film set. Like you don't have experienced people who can help you make a film. So I would like literally have to teach my friend, like here's how you work sound and here's how you work camera. And I just taught them how to do it. So, you know, it's like, it's okay if all of the things are not in place for you to make a film. In most cases, it won't be. Like, you're never going to have a perfect environment for filmmaking. So don't let that be, like, something that you're waiting on. You just have to just, in every way possible, try to get things done. And, you know, when you get to a level where you can have a producer who helps you with that type of stuff, it's really great. But for a while, you just kind of have to, like, struggle through it. Like, you have to, mm-hmm. ask, for, you have to ask for help, basically. Um, <laughs> but there, there's always a way. There's always a way. And honestly, just you know, reaching out to people can do a lot. I've, I've, and telling them that you're a student too. Like I've had so many Mm -hmm. things like donated and like people will let us shoot in certain locations for free because I say like, I'm a student, you know, if you just share Mm -hmm. the work with them and like say, Hey, you can read the script. Like people are honestly willing to help a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really great advice. And definitely, I think it's important for really any type of industry to be willing to ask for support and ask for mentorships, um, ask for help, especially when you're, you know, still young. And um, I know, for example, you have been working in this industry um, for a long time, even when you were, you know, really young, and you're still young as it is. And so um, throughout your time, you know, working in film and working in the arts, what are some of the biggest things that you feel like you've learned or some of the biggest ways that you've grown throughout your journey here? Man, I've really grown a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think if if you were to watch like my early films versus now, like you would see a big change. Um, just in maturity, I think. I think the more life experiences you have, the more things you are able to pull from in your writing. So um, I think I've kind of realized to um, live in the moment things um which I'm currently doing at college I'm trying all sorts of new things and I'm loving it um and I think like those things are really important for film and and, you know being a good listener honestly Mm -hmm. I've learned that there's a lot of things you can pull from if you like just go sit in a busy area and listen to people talk to each other like Mm -hmm. it is not only very amusing but you can get (laughs) so many little you know, bits of conversation that can inspire different scripts. And, um, you know, other than that, I would say the most important thing I've learned is just to keep, keep going. Like things are going to, things are going to come up. You're going to have challenges. Don't let it stop you. Do not give up and, you know, keep, keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love the way you put that as well. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing again. And I, I definitely agree. It's always important to kind of 
keep going despite any challenges you might face, um, especially like in this world, especially when you're young, it can be tough to like work in an industry as intense sometimes as film. So um, yeah, definitely. I think those are some really great points that you brought up. And actually, I know that recently you made the decision to take a gap year. Um, and I think it'd be pretty cool to kind of have you talk about why you made that decision in the first place and how that has also affected you and your life and your work. Yeah, my gap year was the best decision I've ever made. It was such a good choice for me. And I know it may not be for everyone, but um, I think that I think that everybody should take a gap year, um, mm-hmm. regardless of COVID. My gap year was COVID-induced, um, so <laughs> I, I definitely did make that decision because I didn't want to go to school virtually. Um, so I was like, well, I'll just wait it out. And um, it was time to do things that I didn't have time for in high school Um, and that also led me to realize that I need to be taking more time for myself like working continuously and never doing anything like for just pure leisure Mm -hmm. is not a smart way to live like you will burn out you have to take breaks Mm -hmm. and it is those breaks honestly that you have time to just think and you can come up with ideas that way Um, Mm -hmm. Actually, in one of the classes I'm in right now, it's a playwriting class, and our assi- one of our assignments every week is to go on what's called an artist date. And for this artist date, you're going to go have a date with yourself, and you have to be by yourself, but you can go do whatever you want. You can go make pottery, you can go walk around the garden, you know, like literally anything. Mm-hmm. But it's just taking that time for yourself so that you can think. And you will be so surprised how much that helps, like, feed your inner artist child is, like, what it's called. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. that was very, very important for me. And on my gap year, I got to actually um, work on a number of projects. I worked as a um, video editor for most of the year, but I was able to make money, which was great. I was finally paid to, like, do film, which is (laughs) so nice. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was... I think everybody should do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's very cool. And um, I really like what you brought up about, you know, taking breaks. I think, you know, just like your gap year, I think it's really important to be able to take breaks because, like you said, not only do you get a lot of inspiration from that or um, are able to kind of think of ideas through those breaks, but also it's just good on your mental health. Um, I think definitely, especially when you're young, you don't want to be burnt out, like you said, so Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I guess just to kind of wrap up for today, I'd love to hear about any maybe future plans or goals that you might have for your work, your career, education, and just anything else before we end. Yeah, um, well, my goal is to do college, honestly, and just like (laughs) enjoy. I'm still up in the air about what exactly my major will be. Um, but I really want to just like focus on having a good college experience and trying new things and meeting people and doing all that. Um, but I will definitely make films while I'm here. Currently I'm in a class, um, where I'm writing a one person play. Um, so that's a thing that will be happening. Um, and then I'm also still in the process of editing my documentary that I worked on for like the past year. And, um, I'm just procrastinating it to be honest, but Hopefully that will be done by start of next year. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I definitely wish you luck on all these incredible endeavors of yours. Um, I guess just to completely end, do you have any last pieces of advice for maybe those young aspiring filmmakers out there or aspiring writers just before we completely come to a close? Um, I would say write every day, make something every mm-hmm. day, like even if it sucks, um, which <laughs> I try to do. I do this thing every day uh, called morning pages where you write three pages of just continuous thought and mm-hmm. you just write it on a piece of paper and it does not have to be good. It's never good actually, but it's a great way to like clear your head and get you in the space for writing. Um, and eventually, you know, you'll start coming up with ideas. So I think morning pages are great. And, you know, trying to do something creative every day. It does not have to be writing. It doesn't have to be film. But, like, I am on two dance teams here at Yale. And so I dance every single day. But I think it's great. It's a great stress relief. And it's just a good way to, you know, reset. So definitely Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for that really incredible advice and just for everything that you shared today. Um, Do you have any platforms or recent work or social media that you'd also like to shout out? Yeah, you can um, follow my crazy life journey um, on my Instagram. It's mollywood.films. And my, uh, if you want to see like any of my work, uh, my whole portfolio is on mollysmithfilm.com. Perfect. Yeah, everyone absolutely check all of those out. Um, And thank you again, Molly, so much just for taking the time to talk with me today and also for just sharing your story. Thank you so much. (laughs) 